Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Ryan on the set. Hi, Daniel. Hey, Keith. This is episode 70, which is less giggly than the last <laughs> Decidedly episode. Decidedly so. <laughs> Let's pop right in. Are you ready for the mailbag? Mailbag! There's no mail. Oh. Are you ready for new reviews? Uh-huh. There is a new review. Yeah. All right. Let's. <laughs> is it from Brian? It's not from Brian. Oh. I have an update on Brian, okay. but we'll get back to Brian. <laughs> this totally is nice. from John Lefty. Hey, John. John leaves us a three-star review. Aww. I know. Uh, The title of this review is Needs More Tinkering. (laughs) He says, I've been looking for movie podcasts that... For movie (laughs) podcasts. That's the plural. I've been looking for movie podcasts that provide movie news and quick non-spoiler reviews. This podcast does give some movie news. (laughs) Some. Fair. Why no weekend box office totals? (laughs) Why no weekend box office totals? Uh, Because you could just look that up on Box Office Mojo. uh, We'll get to that. (laughs) And interesting interviews, but uh, interesting interviews, but no movie reviews. That's fair. Presenter will make passing comments about movies or actors, but no real discussion. (laughs) That's true. I guess we're both presenter. Would love to hear quick movie reviews, as that would help me see if presenter and I are on the same page on things but with only passing comments with no in-depth discussion about a particular movie there's no way for me to get a real sense of what movies movie types or actors the presenter likes i thought that was pretty clear but all right all right all right we'll give a few more shows before i look elsewhere all right spelling correctly for my movie insight fix like all right all right john lefty i don't disagree with everything in there but uh It's just, it's not sort of what this show is. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're scrolling around looking for somebody who's given in-depth review of a specific movie, maybe you find ones with episode titles that are like name of movie review and it's an I just hour and John, I, I need you to clear up what you want. Cause you said you're looking for movie news and quick non-spoiler reviews. And then you say you want some in-depth reviews. So you figure out what you want and then you tell me and I'll make it happen. But... Because for you, John, and from now on forever, we are going to uh-huh. Box Office Mojo. Oh, so snap. from now on, John, right. John, you We've got a new segment. Personally, <laughs> have changed this show for now and forever. Seventy episodes in, yeah, and we will now we will do the top five hmm. movies and how much they made over the weekend. Okay, every week, even though this show comes out on Wednesday. So it may not be super helpful. I I guess that means we have the the actual total weekend numbers. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) All right. What movie would you guess is the top movie this past weekend? Uh, This past weekend, uh, I'm going to go with Star Wars. Incorrect. That's way (laughs) down. That's in the teens by this point. No, Bad Boys for Life. Of course. With 17.7 million. All right. 1917 with 9.5 million. Okay. That's Somehow. Like getting word of mouth or something. Yeah. Doolittle yeah. with 7.6 million. Oh, God bless it. It's got a yeah. lot of money to make up. Sure. <laughs> that fist and that dragon's asshole. <laughs> Gretel and Hansel, which I don't know anything about. What? I didn't even know that came they, out. They made another Gretel and Hansel movie? Yeah. Okay. 6.2 million. And Jumanji the Next Level still in the top five with 6 million. Okay. So, All right. I don't hate any of that except for Doolittle 
Yeah. Bad Boys, uh, I think we already talked about how they've already greenlit number four. Yeah, and they already burned the best title for it. Uh, I think they just make the next one Bad Boys number four life. So Bad Boys for okay, Life. Okay, F-O-R Boys, is number Boys three, four yeah. but number four is number four. I mean, four. look at Fast and the Furious. Who gives a shit? Make your fucking movie whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> so there's that. Um, all right, so more to, another to John's point. And a little to Brian's, I was going to report back on Uncut Gems. Yeah. So I hosted a screening of Uncut Gems. Mm -hmm. It was a movie feast at the Alamo Draft House. The amazing culinary staff put together uh, three course with three drink pairings. Uh, It started off with homemade locks. Wait, how, how long is this movie? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean the courses can come out like that I mean yeah, they were set They were fair. outside the theater set up Okay But they were doing house made locks uh, on matzah crisps mm-hmm. uh, They brought in an outside vendor to do a pastrami sandwich oh, I did not okay. know that all pastramis are briskets Yeah it's like a cured brisket kind of It's like a processed I always thought I'd never had thing. brisket till I moved to Austin yeah. But I'd eaten pastrami my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. And a flourless cake, and it was going to be amazing. However, <laughs> Daniel, the people that were supposed to go to the movie with me were Dan Benjamin and Hattie Cook. <laughs> Where do I know those names from, Keith? The fa- founder and current creator or cur- curator of 5x5, Five Five, Dan and Hattie. Um, and aren't those people you do a podcast with as well? I do do a podcast with them, and they bailed last minute. Uh, Dan, because he's a father, and is always using his kid as an excuse to get out of shit. And Hattie, because I'm pretty sure she thinks I'm creepy. And Dan wasn't Without there the as a buffer. buffer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that happened. Uh, and then I'm like, you know what? I, I'm an adult. I can go to a movie by myself. I don't need those people there. However, sitting... What would now be two blank seats away from me? So me blank seat blank seat would have been my ex girlfriend and her new current boyfriend. Um, so for self mental care. So again, without a Dan buffer. Without, yeah, <laughs> Dan Benjamin's kind of a linchpin to, to life at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would have been, that would have been five. Had, there, had I had the emotional support of two close friends, yeah. sure. But without that, um, I decided for self care reasons to not see the movie so i have no in-depth movie review which i was prepared to present yeah but uh i don't want to sit next to my ex yeah well uh, i'll try to go see a different screening and report back yeah yeah sure (laughs) but you know here i am like you know fat 300 pound guy talking about food up front and her her boyfriend probably like yeah keep talking about the food fatty uh in my head because you know i'm mentally ill so there's that. So anyway, long story short, John Lefty, I'm so sorry. I tried. Yeah. Brian fifty six. So I tried. I'm actually getting an in depth movie review. Yeah, but we'll get there. Uh, oh, so we I uh, got a tweet from Brian, our friend hey! from last week. <laughs> Brian says, uh, "Well, first he's like, thanks for the shout out. So I guess he doesn't <laughs> mind us bringing him up every five minutes. Yes. He and he says, ha ha. And just to follow up, <laughs> I don't need more detail." <laughs> And odd facts. So Brian wants less detailed, okay. but I want to know. Oh, wait. John wants more. Brian wants less. We're just going to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> I think we found our happy medium. Yeah. Let's keep doing. But he does want to know why the story or headline jumped out to us. Oh, okay. Any childhood memories uh, of the 
game original some sort of story almost unrelated okay so he not only does he <laughs> does brian not us not want us to go in depth into the stories uh-huh. but kind of tangentially go around like why that might kind of tickle our balls and then okay. go off on a tangent on something completely unrelated i feel like that could be interesting yeah it's, i mean know, i feel like that's what i kind of do sometimes yeah also he adds in a third tweet uh as for the <laughs> at the movies part I've had to walk out of movies twice for someone using their phone several times. Mm. And another time where a group assumed I'd relocate from my assigned seat. Any unusual experiences or other happenings are great to hear. Word. All right. So uh, before we even get into movie news, because I, I this one I care more about uh, <laughs> Brian than I do John, because Brian gave us five stars and John gave us three. Yep. That's uh, how that works. What movies have you walked out of? If ever. Oh, my God. Um, so when I, walked I was out of little... Me and my sister went with my dad to right. go see Car 54, Where Are You? Oh, shit. Which I believe was already a remake. Yeah, it was. It was when we were show. children. Yeah, it was. And I think we all agreed it was so bad. We were like, there is nothing redeeming about this. None of us are interested. Uh, let's go eat somewhere or something. Solid. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have walked out of Book of Eli. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. Halfway through, I I realized the big twist had a very spiritual, (laughs) God induced part to it. And I looked at And then something which I believe this may lose us some listeners. (laughs) So I've ran to many people that say, Hand to God, this is their favorite movie. I walked out of Nacho Libre. Yeah. I thought not only. Uh, You know what? I didn't get a chance to walk out on it. But you would. But I tried to watch it on DVD, got like 10, 15 minutes in. I was like, nah, maybe another time uh not only just culturally insensitive yeah. but poorly executed movie yeah um i i can't listen to his fake mexican accent yeah it's garbage that, yeah. that movie's like if you disagree with me please write in i will debate this with you live on the show if you want but i hate <laughs> nacho libre uh oh, hashi uh, don't call hashi been doing so good to, oh you oh, son of a bitch <laughs> oh you literal son of a bitch dog i was you worried coughed. as soon as he got up <laughs> yeah be quiet holding his mouth <laughs> so he doesn't cough that on me. hand muzzle yeah it's okay, okay. Um, his, his tail still wagging he likes it <laughs> oh boy that's why i go boy stop coughing okay so uh also so brian you need to move closer to an alamo draft house yes so we're lucky to live in austin where like mm-hmm. our, our like main theater here is an Alamo Draft House where they will kick your ass out for texting or being on your phone yep. uh, anything that disrupts the movie that you get one warning and then you're ejected um, but I'll and, say it's and har- anybody can put up a card saying hey this person in the row oh, in front yeah. of me is being a problem with their phone That's right. and then they will go around and get them kicked out you don't yeah. have to do anything else but sit there and enjoy them getting kicked out <laughs> it's, it's, it's wonderful <laughs> I will say it's harder to walk out of movies because you can order food and drink and God knows mm. I'm eating. Oh, yeah. So it's like, if I'm waiting for a burger, there's no way I'm getting up and leaving the movie. Yeah, I'll just yeah. sit there and endure until I get my two-by-two. Two. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Too much respect for service industry personnel. That's it's like right. like walking out on a check at a restaurant. You know? right. But, uh, and I pointed this out to front of the show, Chris Todd, um, <laughs> I pointed out that if I have a movie where I'm afraid I won't like it, like Rise of Skywalker, like mm. I'll make sure I order a lot of sweets. So that the, uh, okay. that part of my brain is activated. Yes, like, you're at least getting dopamine somewhere. Right. So yeah. I'm, I, I really like that movie. Now, I don't yeah. know if I like it because I had, you know, <laughs> three times a normal human's amount of candy and milkshakes <laughs> or not. But uh, that's what I recommend for you, Brian. 
<laughs> All right, uh, almost. Uh, well, we're twelve minutes into the show. You want to talk about some news? Yeah, <laughs> let's get in it. All right, so uh, this is for everyone. This is uh, the news portion of the show. I will try my best <laughs> to find a good medium of quick and flighty and super in depth, <laughs> while also finding personal anecdotes from the past that have to do with yeah. this, and also tell you why I picked this news. I'm done. All right. What do you got up front? Can't make everyone happy. Yeah. Uh, Disney and the ongoing crusade of remakes mm-hmm. is now eyeing Peter Pan. Okay. They're looking to make this a bigger production and not like, like how Lady the Tramp was just on Disney+. Plus. Some of them do feel like throwaways. Yeah. Some of them, Mulan, obviously, is a tentpole because it's the most money they've ever spent on a live action film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like they're going all out for Peter Pan. They put out, the, I would say put out, it kind of leaked what they were, like all the different characters they were uh, mm. casting and then the descriptions of them. Like they really specifically, for some reason, really want a fat Smee. I guess good <laughs> hook. fat in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not so much in Hook. You know, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but they're eyeballing yeah. for Captain Hook, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Which I think is such a weird pick, but kind of <laughs> yeah. perfect. <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate that in any is way, shape, or form. Is he gonna cut off his hand? Uh, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised by it. But God knows he'll take it fucking seriously. <laughs> yeah. Any role he's gonna take seriously, and I would like to see that. And then for Tinkerbell, they're looking at Margot Robbie. Okay. And why that's funny to me is because you have Joker and Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the movie, I don't know on the same side this time, nor the perspective, you know, the right yeah. Joker or right Harley Quinn. But oh, that's funny. I think she'd be a perfect Tinkerbell. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm sold on that. And mm-hmm. they basically, when they put out the Captain Hook thing, the, uh, the description read that they are looking for someone particularly tortured. Okay. And like, and and, like, and then that got me kind of thinking about the idea of like, well, you're, you are immortal. Yeah. So it's like your whole life. And that kind of goes back to the hook thing. Cause I fucking love the movie hook. Yeah. But me like too. just years and years and years and years of just thinking about your nemesis and just like Moby dicking the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah. Fr- so. Friend of the show, uh, Doug Benson. Not so much. Does he not like that movie? <laughs> he doesn't like hook. What? He, he like doesn't understand people's love of it. That's fucking absurd. <laughs> yeah. That's an absurd state. That is a great fucking movie. He was in Captain EO. Fuck Doug Benson. <laughs> I want to hear she was a captain fucking eo i don't want to hear shit from him just kidding doug uh let's talk about the trailers that played during the super bowl yes okay uh, I, I watched a, a few of them i was uh working during the entirety of the super bowl <laughs> great yeah i was watching th- uh, three popped out at me that i went back and watched a couple times mm. uh the first one being mulan uh, we saw a little more of like the good live action and a little less of the weird CGI fights. Okay. Uh, it does look intense as shit. And nice. then it's weird that they use their 30 second spot and a couple seconds of it to be like, there's a new trailer coming Sunday, meaning a week from that day. Oh, when we've yeah. already gotten a full trailer. It's not like this is the teaser and yeah. we get a full trailer. It's. It's a weird uh, marketing a, campaign. Yeah, that's a weird thing I've noticed. That, um, especially Sony's been doing a lot, where okay. it's like the countdown to the trailer. 
but you've already clicked on watching the trailer, right. so why are we even doing a countdown, and we're going to show you the coolest visual thing right up front that we, the trailer builds up to, so everything's already ruined. And like, we've touched on trailer <laughs> culture here, about how we're getting obsessed with it, and like the, mm-hmm. you know, the breakdowns. Like, uh, We're not going to talk yeah, about yeah. We won't have to talk about the Disney Plus series ones, but like all the different, like, yeah, here yeah. are the 27 Easter eggs and the 32nd Disney Plus Marvel shows, and yeah. I'm like, Stop. Just just <laughs> I, put out the trailer. I, I enjoy watching all of those breakdowns. Speaking of Marvel, uh, wait, wait, Mar- Mulan. Uh, I'm I'm still like it might be the movie I'm most excited for this year. Yeah, and I don't know why it's speaking to me so I think, much. I think this is going to be the one that actually gets me out to a theater to watch a Disney live action remake. See, I watched uh, Beauty and the Beast, and mm. it was horribly disappointed. Yeah. With the exception of Josh Gad. Yeah, I I think what's almost doing it for me in a weird way is that they're not doing it as a musical, right? As the- they're going like, no, this is a it's it's the same story that you know and love. But we're not going to try to shoehorn in and do it exactly the same way that it was in the animated. The animated already exists if you want to watch it. Right. This doesn't feel like the weird shot for shot story remake. Yeah. The way that Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast were. Yeah. And Lion King. The exact same fucking movies. This is something different. Uh, Which is great because you're already not being original. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. it's not hard for you to come up with the story just change it a little bit yeah and the visual stylings kind of remind me of the uh i don't know if you saw the movie hero oh with jet uh, lee back in the, yeah yeah fuck yeah, yeah i saw hero incredible visuals it sort of reminds me of that i don't know if that's me being racist or not but <laughs> great <laughs> it looks like they, they put a lot of money and uh I think love and care into the as much as everyone it. said Lion King was visually spectacular, which I did not catch from it at all. I think this is the one that's going to blow the people's fucking tits off with the way it looks. Yeah. All right. Next trailer, the 32nd Black Widow trailer. Um, some new yeah. things. And it, the yeah, thing that caught my attention mm. was Taskmaster. <clears throat> take Task, two. Taskmaster. Task breakfast. Go with take uh, two. <laughs> breakfast. Uh, so him getting his shield up like Captain America does. Yes. So I think we're going to see a scene where he's watching videos of the Avengers fighting mm. and he's copying their fighting style. Yeah, or That's like my news footage of the attack in New York or something. Yeah. So yeah. she's going to end up kind of fighting all the other Avengers. Yeah. That's why I, uh, I really liked in the for like a half a second in the last trailer that they put out they had um when taskmaster's fighting black widow they -hmm. both get like knocked down and then they both jump up the same way looking at each other because he's in real time copying black widow's moves against her right and that's like one of the coolest comic book powers yeah i totally yeah i dig it i'm glad they're they're like leaning into it but not showing you i'm hoping everything that he does that's like that in the movie that was not an awkward cut or re-recorded at all nothing weird happened it's fine uh last trailer i want to talk about is the invisible man trailer oh i didn't uh, see that one i've not been like blown away by any of them until now yeah and it, like it really is a lot about elizabeth moth's character being stalked mm. and harassed by this guy who somehow makes himself invisible and like it definitely looks like she's in the loony bin uh, because she's like there's this invisible guy coming and there's this this amazing scene where she's like running through an attic and pours white paint in the air and it like splashes on him yeah 
Uh, so I'm just I'm excited to see like the mechanics of how this Invisible Man works because each one's been a little different. Yeah. So I, that one got me excited. Word. I think of, of all the all of them, I'm most excited to see. Not of all of them because I'm excited to see Mulan, but of all the trailers, that one's the one that perked me up the most. Interesting. Do we know if this is technically connected to the uh, the mummy? We don't. Okay. We don't know this, if this, this might is be the third rebooted attempt at doing Universal. <laughs> a from scratch Universal. We have monsters. no idea. I hope. <laughs> I'd like to see it. So isn't it Dracula Untold was the first attempt, and yep. then it was Tom Mummy, Mummy, which was like, like four hey, minutes of Mummy. Forget that last movie. And then is this one going to be like, hey, forget those last two? Oh, Brendan Fraser, you've had such a hard life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just want to give him no, up. The, the Tom Cruise Mummy. What? The Tom Cruise mummy. Yeah, I know. I'm just starting thinking about. No. <laughs> I'm relating this back to something from my past. <laughs> How much I love yeah. Brendan Fraser, and then yeah, poor fuck Tom Cruise mummy. There's like four minutes of mummy in that movie, and like yeah. ninety some minutes of him running. Yeah, of course. That dude runs. Tom Cruise movie. He's got to run. Loves running. It'll be like in his contract. It's like how he gets his cardio in. Sure. So he just I have films to imagine where he's running. Some sort of gym <laughs> follows him around the same as The Rock. Yeah. Or yeah. at the very least, just a treadmill, like the most expensive treadmill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So going back to your thing about Mulan and not, you kind of liking that it's not. Yeah, like a direct a musical. shot for shot, or yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of musical news. Yeah. <laughs> I think we are gonna start really um i guess everybody saw how much cats made <laughs> oh i was thinking more greatest show man yeah uh, i was kind of looking on sun hero made a lot more than everyone thought but yeah so cats didn't, but i think a lot of these are just already in development yeah so i guess look, if you're if you're already making one of those other ones and you're looking at the cats returns you're like well cats is a dumb movie anyway <laughs> can't do worse <laughs> yeah so, Little Shop of Horrors is getting remade. Yes. Full musical. Yep. And they are eyeballing Taryn Egerton to play the main character, the Rick Moranis character. Yeah. Oh, I hope they can get Rick Moranis to do, like, a cameo. It's funny you should say that. Hey! Because Rick Moranis said he will come out of retirement oh, for shit. a cameo in that movie. I do kind of think he's going to be in Ghostbusters anyway. Yeah. I think now that his kids are grown. If you don't know out there... Rick Moranis retired from <laughs> acting because his wife passed. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be a full-time dad. I've got the money to do it. That's what I'm going to do. Fucking yeah. stand-up guy. Not a lot of guys would do that. Yeah. Fucking good on him. Yeah. Uh, but now his kids are grown, so now he can go make people happy again. Hell yeah. So I think we'll see him go. He said he'll definitely uh, be in Little Shop of Horrors. Are we going to finally get Spaceballs 2, The Search for More Money? I hope not. <laughs> I don't want that, but I do want to see him pop up in Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, Audrey is, they're going after Scarlett Johansson to play Audrey. Okay. Not Audrey 2. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey 1. Yeah, yeah, not Audrey the giant one. killer plant, <laughs> but the actual person, which I can definitely see her as like a classic, you know, kind of. Yeah. Almost Janine style secretary. Yeah. Uh, Matilda, okay. the musical, the movie. So <laughs> there's a Matilda musical that has nothing to do with the movie. Yes. Do love the movie, but the movie is so loosely shittily based on the book that it really doesn't do it justice so at some point uh the powers that be are like we're gonna make a matilda musical based on the book and they made it yeah. and the book for the musical not the book that's based on but like the music and arrangements the lyrics mm-hmm. everything done by tim minchin yes the, the greatest musical comedian yeah of all time love him i have often said that the human race was going down <laughs> and i could save one human being it would be tim minchin <laughs> 
Yeah. Or if uh, aliens came and said, show us an example of the absolute peak a human can be, I'll say it's Tim Minchin. Yeah. If, uh, listeners, if, if this is the first time you're hearing about Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin. Do yourself a favor and look him up. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah. I think that he is like... The absolute number one top on my celebrity must meet list yeah. one day. I just want to shake his hand and say nothing other than thank you. Yeah. Because he's amazing. But I, uh, Matilda is the also the only Broadway musical I have ever seen on Broadway. Oh, word. Yeah. When nice. I was in Brooklyn uh, for a tour, yeah. uh, I went and saw a Broadway show and I saw Matilda and <laughs> I was slack jawed the entire time. <laughs> Fucking incredible. Uh, so long roundabout. There's my personal anecdote. <laughs> uh, Matilda, much like how Mean Girls the musical, the movie is happening. Matilda yes. the musical, the movie is happening. And Tim awesome. Minchin said years ago, he's like, I'm looking forward to, uh, bringing this to the big screen. So it's already been talked about. It's going to happen. Yeah. It got an unprecedented number of Tony Awards the year it came out, which I yeah. think was 2013 maybe sounds about right yeah uh, and yeah. about when i moved to austin 2013 like something like that uh but it got 13 tony awards the year it came out uh <sighs> and no one was very much expecting that um he's <laughs> amazing especially for a first time conductor composer like yeah all that so well, i mean yeah i mean we've heard his like nine minute beat poem yeah it is <laughs> thoroughly you know composed one of his throughout it's poems. amazing uh, called Storm again. Do right. yourself a favor, look that yep. up. But his uh, background <laughs> is uh, in musical theater. Like that's yeah. what his degree is in. Yeah, yeah. So he did a great job. Uh, they are now starting to cast, and I have mixed feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so Trunchbull, Miss Trunchbull, who is the main antagonist of Matilda, the shot putter, the one that yeah, yeah. tortures children, uh, looks like is going to be played by Ralph Fiennes. Okay. Lord, Lord Voldemort. Voldemort. Yeah. Uh, which sure. <laughs> He, uh, Ralph has, um, uh, you know, the chops to sh- play someone who's torturing yeah. children. Is it, uh, Rafe? Is, is it? Uh, I think that's how he pronounces it. It's Rafe Fines. That sounds right. Cause I've heard Rafe Fines. I said, whatever. Yeah. Let's we'll just say Voldemort. <laughs> so Voldemort's going to play Tom Riddle. <laughs> Thomas Marvolo Riddle, Riddle is going to play Miss Trunchbull, uh, which I think is going to be great. Cause I did like Grand Budapest. Yeah, and I was afraid going into Grand Budapest, which is my favorite Wes Anderson movie, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I get a lot of shit for that too. Yep. Um, I I thought there's no way I'm gonna be, look at him and not see Voldemort, and there are definite like when he's silent and staring, there's like that that tinge you get. I'm like that's Lord Voldemort. Don't talk. <laughs> to I got visceral feelings about Lord Voldemort. <laughs> uh, also, but, uh, an original Avenger, but not those Avengers. Right, wrong Avengers. <laughs> the Avengers that was the reason why Marvel's The Avengers is called Marvel's The Avengers. I wonder how many extra <laughs> downloads or sales that sh- that other Avengers oh, movie yeah. gets just based you know, on Sean the name. Connery in a giant teddy bear suit. Sure, <laughs> so weird controlling yeah. the weather. It's a weird one. It is. Don't look one. that one up. That's that's don't worth look wa- that one. <laughs> I feel like it's worth watching once. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he's gonna play Miss Trunchbull. Uh, I'm looking forward to this because I love that book. It's one of the few musicals where I went and downloaded the thing right away mm. because it was just blew my fucking tits off. Yeah. Uh, go see it when it comes out. Word. All right. This is not necessarily a piece of movie news, but uh-huh. I got 
swept in a wave of childlike wonder <laughs> by this. And it's a little tangential, and that's what it look, looks like Brian's looking for. Here we go. Uh, How many minutes are we in? 27 minutes. All right. <laughs> so, Disneyland is getting an Avengers campus. Yes. You know, uh, in the same way that they opened Galaxy's Edge at Disney World and then kind of got like a mini one at Disneyland, it looks mm. like Disneyland's going to get the Marvel campus and we'll probably get a little one at Disney World. Okay. But the main one at Disneyland, mm-hmm. the big Avengers thing they're working on. The California. California. Yep. Is going to have a Spider-Man that web slings uh, above the park. Oh, that's amazing. Not a person, an animatronic oh, that can do things so cool. human beings can't. And Disney released two Imagineering videos of them developing it. And there is legitimately a swinging, flipping, moving around Spider-Man that will be flying above your head at Disneyland. Oh my god, that's amazing. And just watching, not even the video of him in the costume. Yeah, (laughs) not even the video of the animatronic in the costume, but just them working and just seeing how they're getting it to flip. I turned into a fucking nine-year-old again. (laughs) And I was like, that's Spider-Man. This is the good usage of the Boston Dynamics military robot technology. Until we build one, you know, as strong. (laughs) Until it becomes self-aware. You know, yeah, as strong as Spider-Man and then decides they don't need us but holy shit there's gonna be a web slinging spider-man that's fantastic yeah oh my god just imagine just experiencing that walking through a superhero world and then just having that happen yeah fucking crazy just as a kid reading the comics going there and literally seeing spider-man swinging above your head like this shit is real i'm I'm I don't know why so, he's in California. Maybe he's on a mission with the West Coast Avengers. I'm upset that I'm in my 30s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want right. this to have existed when I was a kid. I got the Dumbo ride. That's what I got. Like, oh, look, it goes 12 feet in yeah. the air. goes 12 feet down. Yeah. 12 feet in the yeah, air. We get the teacups that yeah. you can spin while they go in a circle. Nothing against the teacups. <laughs> but still. All right, back to movie news. Paul Rubens. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say this really delicately. Because I don't want to make anyone uh, human piece of shit garbage, Paul Rubens. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a personal problem with me and him. It's a personal mm. beef. All right. Uh, wants to make a dark Pee Wee Herman movie. Okay. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the original Pee Wee Herman stage show was a dark, like, sex crazed yeah, 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 and you can see videos of this out. Yeah, that's why like Tim Burton was on board for doing a movie, right? But before that, it was a stage show that looked almost exactly like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but it was like about like, oh, here's a girl in a skirt, time for shoe mirrors, like shit like that, like really bizarre, like little kid finding himself sexually kind of thing. Okay, I don't know if that's the way they're gonna go, but he wants to do a dark version of Pee Wee. He wants the Softy Brothers to direct. Okay. Who did Uncut Gems. Yeah. And then he's also saying he can do this for $15 million, which is half the budget of the Netflix movie he just did. Yeah. But he also says he wants to be CGI de-aged. All right. Uh, so where's the other 100 bucks going? Right. <laughs> and then it, it's almost sound like he's having a mental breakdown because then he's like, I also have this group in England. They've got $10 million. I just need to find one person. $5 million. We're making this movie. No, oh boy. 
Um, I feel like that's that's usually the kind of movie math that you don't tell reporters about. I will say I've seen Paul Rubens be late to an event that I was helping produce because he was obsessed with the way he looks and having his makeup done mm. to kind of in-person de-age and... Uh, I'm not a fan of the way he talks to people, mm. but I'm going to keep it some, I'll keep my, the details to myself. Kind of, kind of the guy who's uh, nice to the date, but shitty to the waiter. Yeah, probably not nice to the date either. Ooh. Probably, uh, probably <laughs> just all around. You know what? Maybe it was, he might've been having a bad day. So yeah. all I know, Paul Rubens is a wonderful, lovely human being. Like one dude that had one bad day, so I can't judge him. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, you know, uh, slip on some black ice and uh, dislocate your shoulder, <laughs> asshole. Um, so he says he can make his movie for $15 million. He wants to be dark. He wants to be de-aged. Uh, I think it's more expensive than $15 million, but yeah. I'm not in the movie business, so maybe he's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe the you know technology's been being developed for so long that they're getting you know better at it and it's becoming cheaper to do. Right. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I'll go watch it. Yeah. I want to see a dark <laughs> peewee. I mean, I've, I'll be, be honest, I've seen Dark Peewee, but, but uh, yeah, Dark really Peewee the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last piece of movie news this week. Uh huh. Movie Pass. <laughs> yeah. Officially, has, has your investments finally uh, completely gone? As a movie pass <laughs> stockholder, <laughs> this bit of news really hit hard. They have uh, their uh, parent company, Helios and Matheson Analytics, officially filed for Chapter Seven uh. Uh, because for a long time, and they were gone. Like Movie yeah. Pass was gone, gone. But for a long time, they had a website up. Like we're trying to figure out a way to make this work. We're trying to come up with a new product. Hold tight. We'll be back when everyone knew they weren't going to be back. Yeah. Officially filed for bankruptcy. They won't be back. They owe subscribers $1.2 million because of just charging them without having a product for a while. Oh, no yeah. one's ever going to see that. Your yeah, money's just subscription gone. They owe me taken, money for being a use. stockholder. Yeah. I went Let's from, see what do they owe you? About a half a penny? Not even. Like, <laughs> I, I think what I bought, I bought like 25 stocks of it yeah. for way more than I should have. And now they're combined <laughs> maybe worth four cents. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> worth four cents. But now they're worth nothing because the company is gone. It's bankrupt. Yep. They're just going to fade away to nothingness. So goodbye. <laughs> but... Good. They did set a precedent, and now you know AMC, yeah, yeah house, individual a lot of theaters places, are starting to have their own subscription services, right? And making it work because they they can do their own internal numbers, right? And they're not out just saying works. we're going to pay for everybody's everything. Give us ten bucks. Yeah, uh, it's weird. It, it was a weird thing. I think Movie Pass really, really thought their data was going to be worth a massive amount of money. Yeah. Without thinking that maybe the biggest export the United States has, which is entertainment, already has some form of analytics behind it. <laughs> maybe yeah. movie theaters already know how many people are coming to see their movies somehow. I don't know how, how that yeah. technology yeah, exists. Yeah, some kind of computer that when you buy a ticket sends that number to a, you know, a regional office. I was <laughs> under the impression everyone would have an abacus. Now I'm not saying it's yeah, easy to count get things. A box office mojo and figure out right <laughs> what movies are selling, right, or how many tickets or where they're buying. Yeah. I'm not saying they're... it's easy to count things. Like I don't <laughs> run a caucus or anything. <laughs> yeah, but maybe uh, movie passes eyes were bigger than their stomach. But anyway, as a stockholder, I'm pissed off. They're gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go get season pass at Alma Draft House. Yep. If you don't have an Alma Draft House, go to AMC and get your uh, your movie pass. Like yeah. it's a good deal. Keep film alive. 
keep going to movies. Yeah. And then maybe me and Dan will go see a movie. <laughs> since our show is called at the movies and everyone seems to have a problem with the fact that we don't go see movies. <laughs> Dan, let's go see a movie this week. All right. <laughs> we'll make sure. We'll see a movie and we'll come back and do a review mm-hmm. for John Lefty. I still haven't seen uh, Knives Out. I really wanted to see that. It's still in theaters. Let's yeah. go see Knives Out. Let's do it. Let's do a double feature. Let's do Word. Knives Out and Cut Gems or something. Yeah. I want to see 1972. Let's just go see a bunch of movies this week and we'll report back. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll just get wake it. up at like noon one day and just go watch like a triple feature. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's go do that. All right, that's it. You got anything else you want to add this week? Uh, no, I think I'm. Uh, I think that covered everything. Mark, if you're uh, if you're if you're not just about movies, if you also like TV shows, specifically like if you like the Star Trek show, Star Trek Picard, go look up mm-hmm. the podcast, The Picard. It's it good. Me. I, I enjoy not only the show but the podcast too. Yeah. Well, you left a review. Yes, I did. I read that your review for the part is, <laughs> as a totally unbiased person who lives with one of the hosts... <laughs> I can say that this is the best Star Trek Picard podcast in existence. Would rate higher than five stars if able. Yeah. There's one other review, yeah. which is uh, says, also five stars, expertly produced, yeah. great on-topic content. Hey. This is exactly what I want from a review show. Keep up the great work. So apparently all my talent goes into that podcast. <laughs> and everyone who listens to our podcast <laughs> thinks I'm a piece of shit. That should either go way yeah. more in-depth or way less in-depth. They need a Dan buffer. They need a Dan you're my Dan Buffer. <laughs> I'm the Dan Sauce. He's the Dan Buffer. Got it. All right. Yeah, maybe Dan Benjamin to come on this show and help us a little bit because boy, Great creator of the show, creator of the show. Maybe we'll find out. All right. Well, thank you, Dan Richardson, for being here and co-hosting. Thank you so much to everyone who is continuing to listen, even though I'm apparently a piece of shit. Uh, please. I mean, re- I come back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined or you know what at this point maybe don't <laughs> email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions concerns or criticisms maybe this week hold off with the criticisms come back next week let's with see them. if we can get Josh to bump that up to a 5 yeah let's uh, <laughs> John if he, uh, Lucky John, John. Uh, let's see if we can uh, yeah just give him to bump it up uh, Brian keep it as a negative review just give us yeah. the five stars yeah just give me the stars I don't care you can, you can write and keep you know you know fingers animals for all I care uh, just give me the five stars uh, Brian please tweet us or tweet me let me know uh, what's up <laughs> tell, tell me what's going on in your yeah, life this week check in with Brian for next week yeah I want to check in with you every week uh, thank you Dan Benjamin Hattie Cook and the entire 5x5 network except when you bail on a movie and make me almost sit next to my ex-girlfriend go fuck yourself uh, we'll see you next week with another 5x5 with the movies roll credits